0: Moultrie Mobile's Industry Best app gives you complete control over your camera settings, up-to-the-minute updates from the field, and other interactive scouting tools on your smartphone or computer. Features like weather forecast, advanced species recognition, interactive maps, and a whole lot more. For more information and to make your purchase, visit www.moultriemobile.com.
1: Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your host, Nate Micah, and returning guest, Ethan McCabe. How we doing, bud? Good. How are you guys? Doing well. Doing well. It's hot as heck out again, but... Uh, a little is, spicy. A little it, spicy today. It's summertime, and it's the Midwest, so what do you expect? Yeah. Second week in a row we've done... Where
0: guest hosts have just started the show with us, and we're going all the way through.
1: Yeah, I like it better that way. That way we don't have to come back and do our thing and yeah. take up more time. But.
0: Ethan, why don't you say hi to Andy?
2: Hi, Andy. Um, oh, wait. You can't. He's hiding. He's not here. Yeah. I brought Could, you a present, but yeah. I don't know if they're going to share it with you. <laughs> nope.
1: <laughs> Probably not. We ain't even going to mention mention that to him. We'll just keep that on the DL. <laughs> he ain't going to listen to this, so we don't have to worry about him hearing about it either. <laughs> he doesn't ever
0: <laughs> listen to his own show. No.
1: Which I don't know if that's a... I don't know if you should do that or shouldn't. Well, I have to. I know you do because you do all the editing, but I don't know if you—if you're supposed to listen to your own show. I'm just gonna get ready for the end of the show right here. Oh, actually, I had a few in mind. I'm probably—I'll forget them by the time we get to the end of the show. But, probably. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and knock out some sponsors. Right. Let's, so let's do some sponsors
0: right quick uh, yeah. before we get into our show today with Ethan. Yeah. What What are we gonna talk about today? Get a little teaser to the listener. You want me
2: to say it, or you want him to say Ethan, it? Ethan, what are we
0: talking to you about?
2: Oh, I went on a little adventure. Went to Idaho and had a spring bear hunt.
1: Yes, you did. And, and you that's where we're going to leave it for now. Yeah, we'll we'll start there.
0: You went bear hunting, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, by the way, shout out to uh, Working Class Bowhunter. Uh, not that we're copying <laughs> their show, but uh, they just did a show about a couple shows in a row, but from their bear hunt. Oh, did they? Yeah, oh, i nice. I actually still have one to listen to. Uh, They dropped two this week, and then they just talked about it, uh, like right before we had them on, too. Oh, okay. But we just got lucky enough because Ethan is kind of living in Colorado right now and only home at certain times. Two days,
2: really. A couple days here, a couple days there. So we'll uh, get into that.
0: You texted me two days ago and said, hey, we're going to be home Thursday through Saturday. And I said, don't come over Thursday night. (laughs) And uh, here we are recording, which worked out because our other show fell through for this week yeah so worked out good worked out pretty good Ethan's uh filling in like the man and uh he's just gonna be a week earlier because we were gonna try to do this anyway so yeah let's knock out some sponsors
1: before we get into it yeah Midwest Gunworks have you uh been shooting any um no No. not really it's been hot it's been hot I've been wanting to go out and do a little bit more coyote hunt but by the time I get off work it's just too it's too toasty And I'm not cool enough to get invited to go in these morning hunts like you and. I listened back to that show.
0: I listened back to that show. You literally said no on the show. I did say no. I have to be in Great Valley Valley by eight. I
1: can't. that was the only time. Y'all, they've been other times. I haven't been. That was the only time I I went. I even was on Austin's live feed last night, and he was saying, "Oh, I need to check this place out in the morning." I was like, "Can I go to that one?" He's like, "No, no, you can't." (laughs) Is that what he said? (laughs) Yeah, he did. He was just like, "No, dude." (laughs) It's like. Okay, well F me then I guess. Huh? <laughs> so
0: I I I watched that one for a few minutes. Uh I'm not very good at watching stuff live.
1: Well it's kinda of funny because he did he had a live feed for it was over an hour. I don't know exactly how long. And and then he gets off of it and then he kills a coyote after the live feed was over. So hey, that that's pretty funny. That's how it works sometimes. Yeah, that's how it goes. But well, we do have
0: some new spots we need to check out
1: soon. Yeah, that's true. Uh, of an evening
0: uh some haze getting cut around us finally yeah need to try that but
1: if you guys are thinking about building a new coyote rig for this coming up you know later in the season once things start cooling down and you're wanting to get out there go check out uh midwest gunworks you can use the code mww5 for five percent off so every little bit helps man ethan do the
2: next one which one you want to go with oh let's go with river's edge tree stands yep i've used some of their stuff back in the day have you before i switched over to my saddle
1: yeah yeah, that's right. You are a saddle hunter. Yeah. I got a funny picture I'm going to show you later here in a little bit. <laughs> is, it a guy, is it a guy wearing a thong? No. The <laughs> it's a, it's a, they got a mannequin. It's a guy in a mannequin, or and he's got his pants down to his knees, and he's using his saddle like he's taking a shit. He's <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there. He's like, what real saddle hunters do or something like that? <laughs> it, it made me chuckle. Uh, so.
0: Check out River's Edge. Use the code at Missouri10, spelled out, for 10% off any hang-on or ladder stands with them. um got some stuff i'll be hanging hopefully in
1: the next few weeks i'm hoping to do well i'm at least gonna try to clear some clear some trails out maybe get a stand hung or two monday or tuesday so we'll see what happens so my my plan uh let's run through that you know we 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 certainly love our
0: sponsors uh they're great but let's run through the rest of these and get to the the meat and potatoes of this cutty back trail cameras um if you're if you can find one right now uh Get on uh, com. Use the code M-O-W-W-22 for 10% off. Um, awesome partner of ours. Yep. Um, pretty popular at the moment. Lucky Buck. I'll be dumping uh, a bucket at least this next week. So yeah, check need out LuckyBuckMineral.com. You need to do the same. Uh, On-X, uh Certainly time to start thinking about maps. We actually talked about that before we record. Yep. The-
1: yeah, we were looking at units that you're – in in Colorado and ones that we're going back to and that sort of thing. So, uh, go to
0: onxmaps.com. Have to do it on the computer or your, I guess, your phone, uh, and use the code MWW20 for 20% off any map service. Mm-hmm. And then, last but not least, Camo Fire Flash Sale. Obviously, love their stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually have. Stuff full of Alps gear today. Yep, a
1: lot of Alps things.
0: um So if you listen to this, go back in time to
2: the night we're recording this and buy your Alps stuff. <laughs>
1: Maybe it'll be back around by the time you guys listen. Yeah, they have Alps stuff on here quite a bit. Ooh, yeah, that
2: peak, peak refuel meal. That thing's good. Oh, you see that? Oh, yeah. Beef chili mac. That sounds horrible, though. No, nah, that one's actually pretty good. Is it? Yeah. See, I haven't really
1: messed with too many of those, you know, mountain food type stuff. I got a freaking closet full of them. I, I haven't, know. just haven't used them. No, nah, no, they're good.
0: Um, so check
1: them out, camofire.com, dot com, and then finally Black Ovis. Yep, sister company of Camofire, or I guess Camofire's a sister company of Black Ovis. Or how's that? Work? I don't think it really I matters. I don't know if it matters or not. But, but check them yeah. out. They
0: got some uh, some sales going on right now. Some giveaways. Yep. Um, obviously, we talked
1: about the Error ID Builder, and yep. honestly, the great value it is. know yeah, we talked about having to do it, the work yourself. Yeah, we were talking about that before we got on the show. Ethan's he's probably going to be getting some ordered here pretty soon. So. Go check it out. Yep. Use, use the code MWW10
0: for 10% off any order you make. Thanks to our sponsors. Um, you know, don't want to go in crazy depth every single week trying to do a better job of uh, thanking them and moving on, but uh, hey, that was the fastest we really probably got through it Probably so. So, let's talk about bear
1: hunting. How long has this been in the making? Uh, it's been a couple of years in the making, so... Was it one of those things where you were just like, I'm going to do it, or did you, you got a buddy that you guys kind of got together and like, you know what, let's do this.
2: So I got a buddy. He used to live in Kansas City. Met him on Facebook through a trappers group. He was getting into trapping, had some questions. I was, a, We were talking about it and whatnot. Well, then he moved to Idaho, and he got to hunting up there, and he first year he was a resident, he killed a big bear and put it on Facebook, and I was talking to him about it, and I'm like, dude, I've always wanted to go bear hunting. It's always been my one of my bucket list hunts. Right. And he's like, well, come up. Well, you know, we got to plan on that because I still had like my typical Midwest hunting gear, like your Carhartts and mm-hmm. stuff, stuff that is not suited for hunting in a mountain.
1: Right. Yeah. You got to. This was it, before I
2: discovered base layers and merino wool. <laughs> right. <and laughs> that whole side of hunting. That was a I eye opening. I thought it was experience. just cotton. <laughs> yeah. No, you will never catch me in cotton ever again. No, nope, oh, not ever that. again. I'll tell you that. So. That was his first year. He killed a nice bear. We've talked about it off and on. And then he was like, dude, come up next year. And I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to get married next year at that time. So I was like, I'm not not doing that one. Like, I'm not going
1: to poke the bear on that one. Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> so let was plan it for two years out. Da-dunch. So we planned it for a couple of years out. And he was telling me, so up there he uh, baits. Okay. So he's allowed to have three bait barrels per Idaho fishing game. So he's telling me, you know, the cost of bait and stuff. And I was just chipping in my portion of it. And then helping him pay for fuel to drive up there and bait it and whatnot. So figuring that stuff out, he'd send me trail cam pictures. His second year, he killed a monster of a really? bear in that same general area. So is this on private land? Public. So you can be, so like, and he's a
1: resident, right? Yep, he's a so resident. So you're a resident. And do you have to like put in, say, hey, I want this many bait piles or however they do it? Or do they just assign you, you can have this many?
2: So I think you can have three. Okay. So you got to buy the bands or tags or whatever for them. You have to band the location. Move
0: your phone a little bit back.
2: There you go. So get a little feedback. So he's allowed to have a couple couple bait barrels. He needs to mark where they're at and stuff so he knows where they're at. And then it's just go up and there's a certain day they can put the bait barrels out, start baiting on that day. I don't know if, how far in advance before season starts or if it's like right at season starts.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I think a lot of it just deals deals with how you can get access up there. It's mm-hmm. so like they had a lot of heavy rains, late snows that kind of screwed him where he wasn't able to get the bait barrels up there as early as he wanted to this year. Right. So we thought maybe that was going to kind of mess us up a little bit, but thankfully it didn't. But. So he was able to get the bait barrels up there every couple days, goes up there with a bucket of bait, food, snacks, whatever he could find. Old
1: donuts and like, yeah, sort of thing. So
2: old donuts, old fryer grease from kitchens and stuff. It's anything that puts off a smell, any oily things that like a bear gets into it, gets on their pads, and then they track it back to where their den is. Other bears will come across that scent trail, follow it to the barrel, and then they go back to their spot. So really it's just spreading that scent all throughout the mountain. Really, I mean, it was – I learned a lot. Right. I learned a lot. It would be cool if we could apply that to Missouri. I don't know if you we'll ever... You our bear season? Yeah, with our bear season. I don't know if we'll ever get to that point.
1: I don't know, man. I feel... And maybe not, because, you know, obviously Missouri, we're... We're about, still new. Yeah. New we're, to bear we're hunting. New to general. bears. Yeah, we only got, what, like 800... They think about 800 bears in day. Like I thought, I didn't. Was it that many? Yeah. I thought it was less than that. I thought it was like
2: five or six. No, I was think it, was it eight? 800 growing like 8% or don't, something don't every question, year. Don't ever
1: question Which, me. Which, <laughs> shout out to Bryce, friend of the show. He actually drew a bear oh, tag yeah, last yeah. Yeah. year. Bryce I drew a tag. You yeah. know
2: another buddy. He drew a tag. Oh. So yeah. we were talking about it on our Snapchat messages. Um, yeah. But it's, I think it would be a smart move for the conservation department to head that way because you're allowed to be super selective on a bear when it comes up to a barrel that's true you judge it by the size you can tell you get a good idea if it's a male female just by the size of their head yeah as compared to like we're right now i mean first bear that walks up you don't really know how big or small it well, really is
1: especially us missourians that more than likely have never seen one unless they've gone out of state and seen them so you know it, like you said we're still really new to this yeah so, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. We might get there. Who knows? Uh, we're definitely, I mean, there's definitely states out there that let you bait deer and right. all that sort of thing. I'm not for it, not against it. It's, you know, I, well, as long I mean, as it's legal, I don't really my do. cup of tea, but yeah. I mean, I mean, if it's legal it's legal. That's what a food plot a, kind of is. Right. I mean, yeah. there's deer and things like that. They're smart enough to know, like, <laughs> I've never heard of anybody actually killing like a huge deer off of a bait pile, like illegally. Or legally, usually, unless it's like Texas. Well, I've listened to some podcasts about baiting Uh like states where it's legal to bait
0: and really mature whitetails.
1: They always do it at night. They always hit it at night. They figure
0: out how to enter into a bait pile because they they almost they almost know what it is, and so unless you know how to hunt that bait pile, they're gonna beat you Mm because they'll j hook. They'll do all kinds of crazy stuff to come in that differently. And also, yeah. A lot of them just hit they'll it just at night. wait till night.
1: Yeah. Yep. So I mean, so like I said, I'm not for it, not against it. It's it is what it is. It's not legal in our you're, state, so I don't mess with it. You're a really good fence sitter. How's yeah. <laughs> well, I go? mean, like I said, if I went over because you can bait in Kansas, right? Yep. I have no clue. I'm pretty sure you can bait yeah. in Kansas. Could be wrong, but I mean, if I went over there, it sure, I'd dump a bucket of corn. I mean, it really don't. Yeah, that don't affect me. So because I really don't think it makes that big of a difference.
2: So like I said, is what it is. So, but prepping for the hunt, I started collecting my gear and stuff, trying to upgrade things. Uh-huh. That's an expensive adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think I did the smart thing. Got a part-time job working at Bass Pro. Used my <laughs> discount. Yeah, man. That's started smart slowly. So, did you pretty much spend everything you made? I don't think I brought stuff. home any money. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I mean, That's anyway. why it was a part-time job.
1: You got your regular job, and then you got your other job to, you know, take care yeah. of that stuff. Hey, hey, did you buy some
2: uh, of stuff? Use that code, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's
1: already pretty affordable, so I'm just
2: getting at uh, Unfortunately, I went a different route. You, you went know. First Light? No, no, I'm not that expensive. Okay, No, I went Kings. Kings. Hey, there ain't nothing wrong with Kings. No, Kings yeah. is good stuff. I love yep. their stuff.
1: Yep. Uh, got a few buddies that run that stuff. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Badass logo, too. Just yep. going to throw it out there. Yep.
2: I stopped by their office, headquarters on the way did out. Did you? Yeah. Cool little building. Everybody in there, super nice. Uh, treat you like family when you walk in the door. Really? Yeah. So, if they want to sponsor me, it wouldn't hurt my feelings <laughs> any. Just Ethan McCabe, the bearded trapper. Yeah. Check him yeah. out. Check him out. So, no, I was just collect gear over time. A little here, a little there. Yep. Upgrade some stuff. Um, bought a nice backpack. Bought a Mystery Ranch backpack. Got it with a nice discount. Definitely didn't hurt any. I was before you all in your Alps sponsorship. Okay. So which i mean missed out on that one yeah that's all right (laughs) and that 30 percent off too yeah that's a steal yeah they come
1: through but uh no uh i mean you got to have a good backpack and you got to have good gear just going out west in general it it, and sure you could go out there with like people you can
2: go out there with what you have now are you going to have the most enjoyable experience probably probably not no it ain't no doubt you can
1: you can do it with you can do it with walmart you can do it with blue jeans and a t-shirt if yep. you want to or long whatever the weather conditions need but if you're going to if you want to be comfortable and not have to worry about your gear failing you if you get wet or something like that you need to think about upgrading your gear yeah. for sure or
2: if it's something that you know you're going to do for a long time right it's worth the investment yep. yeah that's for sure.
1: And you can always bring that stuff back and use it here yep. in the Midwest. Yep. That's it's
2: what just... I started doing. Like, I bought a nice set of crispy boots. I yep. bought them last summer. Mm-hmm. I wore them every day deer hunting this year just to get the miles so in and get them broken. I, so I use, use everything out west. I use it all here. Yep. Yep. It's all yep. it's all the same now. Yep. I slow, sold off a bunch of my stuff that I used straight home. Everything's been replaced with everything that I used out there. Yep. yep. I mean, I look kind of goofy now walking around with my big Mystery Ranch backpack while I'm deer hunting, but... That is actually the one thing I, I did lie, I guess. I do not use my elk hunting
1: backpack hunting whitetail at home. I d well I have two elk packs now. I got the Traverse X and I also have Which the- you could certainly use for Whitetail. And I do. Yeah. And I do. I still use that one. Uh, I don't use my Commander X, which that's like that's like a six day pack. So yeah. that's what t- that Metcalf
2: is, yeah. but yeah, I hunted more public. The job. I hunted more public last year, so I had like my game bags and stuff in there. Oh, if sure. I, if yeah. I did kill one, there's no way and I was it dragging it pack out. And meat too. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Definitely.
1: No. So it, it makes sense to use that. Obviously, with what I do, I could go in with a you know just a little little something. It ain't like I got to carry much into the stand here. But when you're out west, you got to think uh, you need enough water to last you all day, if not longer. You gotta have food, that sort of thing. So you gotta have a good pack. pack Yeah, pack meat out. Yep. So, but honestly, I mean, I'll ask you, Ethan.
0: Two items you could only you could only purchase two items for your Western hunt. You only get two new things or two things that you don't already have. You you have nothing. Okay, so you're gonna go out and you get two items.
2: What do you think the two most important things for a Western hunt would be? Boots would be number one. That's that be number, my number yep. one for boots sure. Boots number one. That's a make or break Yeah. Yeah. I mean a bad pair of boots, you're you're not gonna be walking back out the next you day. You can to deal go with hunt. wearing jeans if you had to. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, I'd say a backpack just that cause, was my number two? Yeah. Just because you gotta be able to have everything. Like I mean granted I didn't need a way to filter water, but I had it just in case. Yeah. I did have bottles of water with me so that way I could cook a meal mm-hmm. while I was out there in my with my jet boil, but it was just I know I took too much when we went and hunted, but I'd much rather had too much than not enough, especially yeah. being 19 and a half hours away from home.
0: Right. At the same time, um, my first year out west, I had a, just a regular backpack because I had people around me that was going to help me out. But I was by myself a few times. I'm like, if I killed something, I am literally
2: effed. Yep.
1: What are you going to do? Uh, I, I can't get anything off this mountain. You're going to have to Haines it and throw that over your <laughs> shoulder and just <laughs> go you're about your day. Uh,
0: so that's what I would say is, yeah, boots in a pack, you know, so spend the money, get good quality. And it, it, I will say, especially in the boot world, I'm a believer. You do get what you pay for most, most of the time. Yeah. Like we're big Zamberland. Russell has crispies. I mean, those are all high end top quality boots and you are going to pay for it. But I also, I hunted my first year out West or maybe, I don't know. I don't remember. Um, with a, just $130 pair of boots, they did fine, mm-hmm. but that's just what it was. They were fine. I had okay. blisters here they, and there. They got you by. They got me by. My feet didn't love me. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's something you, if you're going to pony up a little bit of money,
1: nice pair of boots, and then, I mean, you can
0: get, like, you can get a great Alps pack. Yeah. Uh, like your commander.
1: Yeah, I think it's 400 bucks for the frame and back. I could be and wrong. those come totally ready to go. They already yeah. got the hip pouches. You know, rain, flies, right. all that stuff. They
0: got a new Elite Pack coming out in the fall, which mm-hmm. I'm excited to try out. If if they get it in right before we go. I'll give that one a go. Yeah, I would love to take that one out there. But anyways, so yeah, so you got all your stuff ready. Mm-hmm. Got a bunch of new stuff. Bunch bunch started new working stuff. at Bass Pro just to spend money. <laughs> what a freaking racket for them.
2: Hey, do you want to work for us? We'll pay you, and I know you're gonna turn right back around and say, "Oh me. yeah, that's most of the employees." I don't know how I don't know how we bring any money home, especially on the discount we get on some stuff. It's I just did like, appreciate I, I, mean, I did
0: appreciate you working there because I got you know that text every once in a while. Uh, hey, we got ammo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you need to come up here real quick. And hell, he even. Uh, like, Can I say this? <laughs> no, I don't. Can care. I say this part? Yeah. He even bought me some one time. I'm like, dude, I can't get up there. He's like, how many do you want? I'm like, five boxes, <laughs> as many as they'll let you walk out the door with. I need it.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh. It pays to know people. That's
2: for sure. <laughs> that it does. That it does. That's for <laughs> but, sure.
1: I mean, Bass Pro, they actually do pretty good with their employees about giving a pretty significant oh, yeah. discount. I mean, you know, on like, on especially the, like
2: their red their brand, their brand stuff. It's. Uh, when I was there, it's forty five percent. Oh wow! I mean, yeah, other other brands, it was ten, fifteen percent, whatever. No, like on optics and stuff, it just barely covers the sales tax because right. it's not the same. But right. there's other ways to use that employee discount through other companies, which mm-hmm. is where it was really at. There nice. you go. But so,
1: so you got all your stuff. Got my got stuff it ready.
2: Started hiking, doing a lot of putting in the miles, just trying to get my legs used to it. Mm-hmm. I hope that I lost like almost forty, fifty pounds.
1: Yeah, I remember i mean because obviously we're friends on facebook and instagram and all that stuff and i kind of watch your journey you you put in the work man you really did so I mean, you're, still, you're still doing it right now i mean you're yeah. drinking vegetable jizz right now
2: so <laughs> making fun of my greens i'm
0: making fun of your green water drink yes yeah, they're good they're good it's vegetable jizz is what it is <laughs> some tasty <vegetable> jizz. <laughs> hey but when i have my next uh, kidney stone you yeah. can laugh at me yeah. yeah keep
2: drinking keep drinking your sodas over there <laughs> just uh just remind you of that
1: yeah i need to get better yeah so you did that got you're getting in shape do you is this your first time ever being out in the mountains or anything first like time
2: that ever being in the mountains i before this i would never been further west than salina kansas Oh, okay so this yeah. is a big change for you yeah
1: this and is if awesome. you know salina it's it's pretty uh steep yeah you know on the
2: I mean, mountains maybe, <laughs> maybe like 10 feet
1: <laughs> <laughs> 10
2: 15 feet maybe yeah
1: yeah so i mean that's a big change and probably did you do anything to prepare
2: yourself for the altitude i did so i use a lot of mountain op supplement they have one supplement that it kind of helps with uh, increase your blood flow and everything like that and helps with altitude sickness Started taking it a couple days before i headed out purple pill or (laughs) no it's called solitude it's some good stuff though i use all their all their vitamins and stuff it's I need to get some of that next, for this next year. I, I haven't used I used
0: it
1: one time. I remember that one. <laughs> dude, he, was it the the Ignite or something like that? Yeah, I don't know What's what it was. What's the boot, like the yeah, energy one? Is it Ignite? It was Russell's or Pats. Yeah, he 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 drank one of those because it's just a powder. You put mm-hmm. it in a bottle of water. While we were it was on was like you, <laughs> It was like you were on Coke. Like he was <laughs> I have one of those every jumping morning. up and down, like ready to go. I was like, dude, you need to settle I down. I ran there, down boy. a
0: mountain and back up it. Why well, they were all
1: just like, you – Mother, did you
0: seriously bring us down here to see the view?
1: Yep, looks great. Let's we did. go. That was the that was the <laughs> steepest steepest incline I've ever been on in my life. And we get down there, and he just wanted to walk down there just to look at the view. That's not we've already totally true. But that was part I of I mean, it. the idea was
2: hopefully there might be an elk somewhere. <laughs> but, he, but We're going on a nature, hark, nature hike with our bows, and guys. We were, Come on.
1: And, we, and this was like towards the tail end of the hunt, you know. So we've already been out there four or five days. I can't remember exactly when we went. So we're already pretty tired. And, <laughs> and we go down there. And I'm talking, I don't know what degree angle it was, but you could – stand up and you could just put your hand out and you could touch the you know the ground because it was just it was like right in your face like this is stupid why this is a horrible idea so yeah they're all cranky at the bottom
0: and i'm like this is gorgeous all right let's go <laughs> i had some cranky yeah friends the well, rest pretty, of pretty,
1: we had to stop midway i think we all took a nap <laughs> midway because we were like no we can't do this no the only more. problem with that stuff was i crashed did you later i, I don't remember, you
2: know like, it I don't was, remember that part
1: but, but that that shit definitely worked
2: whatever it was it tasted good too oh yeah. yeah no that's my everyday routine all their stuff <laughs> you're not a coffee guy you're uh, i mean i drink my coffee too now every now and then but okay. like it, i mean every morning before work i'll have me my ignite my my water on the way to work there you yeah. guys make fun of me they're still trying to wake up at work and i'm like let's go let's yeah, do I this need to, i need to try some more of that yeah have to get a case ordered or something do you think it actually
1: does have coke in it (laughs) dude i don't know man you (laughs) sure maybe it's just your small stature and nate shows up to work and there's just mountain ops powder all over (laughs) his face (laughs) just doing lines of it just (laughs) let's go dude i hope (laughs) nobody from mountain ops (laughs) listens. shut them (laughs) (laughs) they're on to (laughs) us
2: oh man they got it no i'm just kidding No, those guys are awesome. I stopped by their headquarters too when I was on my way out. Jesus, really? Yeah, man, you just stopped (laughs) by all of them. So Kings was south of Salt Lake City, and Mountain Ops was just north of Salt Lake City, and I had to kill like a half a day in Salt Lake City anyway. So I was just like, go here, buy this, go here, swing by, see what's up. Not a bad idea. That's pretty sweet. Did you work out with them? Was uh, Brian? uh, What's it? Brian Call? Is that it? Yeah, there was only a couple. There's Brian Cole. Yeah, there's only a couple people in the office that day.
1: Okay, doesn't ain't his office there in the Mountain Ops headquarters now? I thought it was because he, he's a big podcaster or whatever. I, I couldn't tell uh, you. Yeah, yeah,
2: but uh, I walked in. There's just a couple people working. A lot of them work remote, but they're yeah. like, they're in office like on a certain couple days during the gotcha, week. Gotcha. Is this is one of this podcast days. called The Last Call. Yeah, that's I what I thought. So. Yeah.
1: No, I can't. Um, I'll have to look it up now no need i'll do it you just keep talking but so you got to visit some you know some places yeah i paid the light bill at a couple of places there you go swing by and see what see what was up yeah it's like ah, i'll just buy it now instead of waiting but uh i don't think that's it no that ain't it that's not it so. <laughs> but anyways just keep going uh so uh the tag is that a draw tag nope. or over-the-counter? OTC, OTC tag. Over-the-counter. Is it uh, – did you go for – I know you went for rifle, but was is that an either tag? Like either, could,
2: either tag. So, But if you wanted to bow hunt, you did have to have your bow hunter's education.
1: I'm an idiot. It's the Gritty Podcast. Yeah, gritty I
2: knew me. that. So that was the, the bonus. I had already taken my bow hunter's education class here in Missouri. Uh-huh. So to like do the Kansas City uh, parks hunts, you have to have your bow hunter's education. Is that new? I started applying for it last year, and that was new to me. Because, like, I'm used to the conservation department's draws, and then I found out about the Kansas City Park's draws, which is separate. Okay. But you, but you have to have your hunters education for a lot of those. So I just went ahead and did it a couple years ago. So what do you have to do for that? It's an online class. Just
1: an online class. Today. Yeah, I can pull one back and point I'm, in the right direction yep, type I'm, thing.
2: And I know how to climb up a tree stand safely, wear my harness, tie off. Go. It's super simple stuff. Because we were talking to uh, – uh, we were talking to somebody, and
1: they kind of got in trouble, kind of not. It's up in the air. I'm not going to get into it. But one of the deals was that uh, they were shooting their bows in Jackson County. And they said, you don't even have your Jackson County uh, or your bow license or whatever it was. And we're like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, well, I do not well, a thing. Yeah, that's not a thing. So I don't know if they were wrong. If she, I, I don't know. But So I just recently – heard about this and uh, so i kind of kind of interested maybe i need to get mine i don't know
2: i figured better to be safe than sorry because some states won't allow you to hunt won't allow you to bow hunt if you don't have it yeah so i just, bit the bullet just did it online yeah
1: and it transfers to over there so yeah. you can and see it shows
2: it. up on your hunter's education card they'll okay. get you a new one it says bow hunter id okay so hmm. and that was nice so i just it was an otc tag my buddy told me what unit we were going to be in because I was clueless. Like this is all new to me. Right. So, got there early. Went into the Bass Pro there in Boise. Went and bought my tag, non-resident hunting license, and then my bear tag. That's good for either sex, um, either weapon, bow or rifle.
1: Okay. Um,
2: and then.
0: Well, that that, that kind of takes some pressure off you, doesn't it? On either sex. Yeah. Because like. Guy so like it's me. either
2: sex, but then like in the regulations, so like. If there is a sow with cubs, you can't shoot her. Mm-hmm. She's off limits. Right. Um, so that's why it's nice. Like, if you're hunting over a bait barrel, a bear comes in, you have time to watch them to make sure it wasn't yeah, like a sow like coming a in first just to check it out and make sure it's safe. And yeah. the cubs come running in later. That's got a nasty thought. So it's just one You'd of be those. be like,
0: hey, show me your dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Roll over. You want to check your belly?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got some titty milk or what? <laughs> We digress. <laughs>
2: so, like, and I was clueless, like, to be able to sex a bear by looking at it. thats right. no new to me. I like, just, the, the way I game. think, that would be my way. Right. <laughs> like, the way
1: I would think about it is the male is probably going to be bigger. But sure. if you don't have numerous bears
2: in front of you, how, how you are know? you going to guess? Yeah. yeah, how do you know? I mean, yeah. you have no idea. Right. I mean, my, my saving grace was I was hunting with my buddy. Yeah. And then right. with his buddy that was with us. I mean, there was three of us in camp. Brandon had already shot his bear, so he was tagged out. So he was hanging out with me, just making sure that I wasn't well, I was going to die in the mountains. Right. And then just kind of coaching me along and helping me. So that was the, the good thing. So originally, we were supposed to be camping on public ground. But the forest road that they normally drive to go to where they camp out at, the week before I got there, they had a good heavy rain, and a beaver dam had busted, flooded oh. out the road. So, oh, man. so the access to that spot was gone. Great. So thankfully, he had made friends with a landowner whose private property butted up to the public. And they allowed us to access public through their spot. Nice. So we, we camped out at their house, which was nice. Made things a lot nicer. Other than the hill we had to walk down was straight down pretty much to get down to the forest road. And then they walk in on public. Mm-hmm. But that was the coolest part ever. I mean, people up there are just... I mean, people like you and I, Yeah. they welcomed us. Granted, he had probably knocked on 100-plus doors the year before trying to get access to this from the backside, and everybody told him no, everybody told him no, and it was the last door he knocked on. Yeah. They finally told him yeah. Yeah. And they're amazing people. I mean, definitely be going back, and they say, you guys can camp here whenever you want. This is, you guys know what you're doing, being respectful. It was phenomenal.
1: That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we've been out to Colorado a handful of times, and We've run into you know the locals that are really awesome, and we've run into a few that are kind of got their nose up in the air, be like, dude, we're locals, okay? You're we're better than you because mm-hmm. you're out of staters or whatever. But for the most part, everybody's really cool, yeah. you know. So that that I mean, that's pretty awesome that you guys made that connection, and now that's going to lead to hopefully
2: you know more hunts and okay. more access. So, but so it was got up there. I was supposed to be there for five days. Um, First night we set up camp, went down, sat and watched over the bait barrel. Uh, that was the night that I had the coyote come walking in. Okay. Walking in downwind or upwind, just sitting there by this log, and all of a sudden I just catch something move out of the corner of mine. Here comes this coyote, five mm-hmm. yards. Goes bebopping down the mountain, and he gets down there probably around the bait barrel, but he caught Brandon's trail that he walked in on and then turned around and came walking right by. <laughs> and I was like, I can shoot you because I bought my non resident hunting license, which includes small game. Small game. But I'm like, this is night one. This is a hot area. I'm like, I really don't want to ruin it. Right. I looked at him and Brandon's like, you shoot him if you want. And I'm like, nah. We'll just watch him. Day, day
0: three. Don't you, don't you remember, have you ever listened to our show? Oh, just we We've never, we've <laughs> never said it about bears, but I'm going to tell you now. Not
2: every coyote hunt is a bear hunt. But every bear. But every bear hunts. hunts a coyote hunt. It could have been. Now you
0: remember for next year,
2: okay? It was really tempting. <laughs> I mean, the forty was right there, so I'm like, I don't have to use the thirty out six; I can use the pistol. But I was like, nah, just watching. Yeah. Take Snapchat. Send they're an bigger, animal. aren't they? This one, I mean, it was a good sized dog. He was still well furred out, which really, was really surprising. Well, <laughs> no, I would, he, I would ass- did have a thicker, thicker fur. On I would there.
1: assume that they would, you know, obviously carry their fur a lot longer than they do around here, just for the weather. But uh, no. yeah, they're. I've seen some gorgeous gorgeous coyotes out west yeah. i
2: mean it was nice and that was like a a first-hand experience on thermals and paying attention to that because uh-huh. i mean we were sitting like halfway up the mountain but he mm-hmm. came on the top side of us so the thermals were carrying our scent down he had no idea so it was of an evening yep it was yeah. an evening yeah and so that was i mean that was my first experience is like realizing that stuff because i was like how did he not wind us right like thermals are almost more important out west than the
1: wind is Wind is obviously important, Wind's too. important, but, wind is, but thermals. Thermals are king. It seems like thermals are I'm king. Almost king out there, yeah. Because I can't think of a day that we were out there where there was, like, a crosswind. Like, so like yeah, there. or, like, really strong winds, you know, and I'm sure they get them. But uh, it was always just coming down in the morning, going up in, during the day, and then it comes back down once it cools off again, whatever. But I, I've never noticed... The wind is going, you know, left to right up the mountain, but I'm sure they do. Certainly some swirling going on. But sure. Oh, that's yeah. for
2: sure. Just experience that. Yeah, It's lot. interesting. Yeah. So that so was the first evening. Just saw a coyote, no bears. Uh, went down, checked the camera. That was over the bait barrel. Uh, there was a bear that showed up earlier that day. So the nice thing was is there was bears showing up on camera religiously mm-hmm. during daylight, but it was never like a set time. Uh-huh. Like, one time it was a morning, and the next day it was an early afternoon. But it was always a lot of daytime photos. There was a couple evening photos. And so it was just a matter of the waiting game. Right. And then the other kicker was is there was a big sow that had two cubs. And so it was just be mindful of making sure that she didn't come come down there. So, like, if a bear showed up, it was have to watch her. Yeah. Make sure it wasn't her. Make right. sure it, it Make sure it was try to be a boar. Right.
1: Did you go into this hunt no, thinking, are you going to take anything anything that's legal? Or did you have a set be like, I want a big boar?
2: My mindset was just seeing a bear uh-huh. was the ultimate goal. Right. If I was able to successfully harvest anything that was legal, that was the main thing. Right. Um, it was completely open-minded. Yeah. I was open for whatever. And so, I mean, just making it there was the first goal and then not dying trying to walk around up there was the (laughs) second goal
1: (laughs) so okay well that's good i mean and that's the way and that's another thing people thinking about going out west you need to get your priorities straight because i remember the first year i went out uh elk hunting i was like i'm I mean, yeah, I'll shoot a cow, but I'm going to wait till like, day four or day five or something like that. Now, no. I will shoot a calf. Yep. I, as long as it's legal, I'm going to shoot that thing.
2: Yep. If so, I would shoot it on the last day, I'm going to shoot it on the first day. Yeah. If it's legal, it's legal. I'm filling a tag because the tag was 400 and some dollars. Right. When it was all said and done, I'm like, you know, I spent my hard-earned money on that. I'm, I want to come home with something. Yeah.
1: Right. It'd be nice to come home with some meat. Yeah. So, no, I get that. I get that.
2: So that was that was day one. Just the coyote. Other than that, I mean, it was just enjoying the scenery. It's surprising. Taking it all in. Yes. It's surprising how gorgeous it is. Like this For my first experience being in a mountain, Idaho is ridiculously gorgeous. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I mean, especially because it was the beginning of June, so it was still technically spring. But, I mean, it was gorgeous. I mean, there was still snow on tops of the mountains. Everything was melting. Mm. Creeks were ice cold. I mean, ice cold. It was just, I think I spent more time just looking around up in the trees, looking at the mountain, yeah. just looking at all kinds of stuff. Mountains, uh, when you're out hunting in the
0: mountains, they definitely make you understand how insignificant you are. Yeah, you're very small are. out there. Yes, you're a small person in a big world. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it's just.
0: And it could eat you up. Easily. I mean, you know, it's just, it's it's a it's a touch intimidating. Yeah, yeah At least it was for me my first year. Of course, no. I didn't have GPS either. I was like. Uh, literally oh, yeah i was there see. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can see it, that. it was definitely intimidating from that aspect so and then day two we woke up had some breakfast kind of i guess with bear hunting you don't have to get up super early you can kind of to me it was more like a lazy man's camp which was nice oh really i so mean just kind of wake up and i mean in the bears that had been on camera they hadn't been there before like 10 o'clock in the morning really so you didn't have to get up before dark. That's go hike up the mountain. Of,
1: that's the kind of hunt Andy needs to do. <laughs> I mean, I, he is I would made take that. for that. I would take that too. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, mean it was
2: nice. I mean, sleep in, nice warm tent, underneath my nice quilt. I was listening I was to in. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: was once again listening to working class and they were talking about elk hunting. Was it them? And maybe it wasn't them. One of their yeah, I think it was one of their buddies, he doesn't start before sunrise. Cause he he doesn't start before he can walk where he sees. Seems he wants to in the dark on his way in. Yeah, cause yeah, in the dark he's like I I could be walking through a herd yep. or walking through one don't don't even know it and I I ruined the hunt for the day without knowing it. Well, technically I, we do. I that hunt too. my way in.
1: Technically we do that too though. Yeah, we just have to get. We have to drive. Yeah, we drive, drive. up to where we go. So a little different, but I get what you're saying. How and, and now that I'm thinking about it, how far
2: of a hike is it to from your camp to where you're hunting? Uh, it was about three-quarters of a mile. I mean, not very far, Okay, not which too was bad. nice. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot further, and it should have been a lot further had it not been for the beaver dam washing out right. and not being able to access that road. From the landowner, yeah. Yeah, so the landowner was nice because that saved us probably like a mile and some change each day. That is nice. So, so it was nice. <laughs> day two, got up, had breakfast, kind of hung out, got our plan. Brandon and I went and hunted our spot. Emilio went and hunted his spot at a different different area. Um. Didn't see anything in the morning. Went over, and had breakfast or had lunch over on a, by a tree, a couple hundred yards away from the bait barrel. Just hung out, and then had a couple of Merriam's turkeys. Question: Why why'd you leave? I just backed off the bait barrel a little bit just to so like any noise from opening the the meals and mm-hmm. boiling the water. I mean, I could Wouldn't still see it, and it I was can. still shootable. But it was just backed off just for sure. the noise. And the wind was starting to swirl a little bit, so backed up further down the mountain a little bit, so any scent was going straight up the mountain instead of around the point and up that right. valley that we thought they were coming down. So that was the only reason. Okay. So, I mean, we could still hunt, but it was just back up a little bit just yeah. to chill out. So yeah. from, like, where I was setting to the bait barrel we were watching, it was, like, an 80-yard shot, 80, 80 90 yards, somewhere in there. Okay. And chip shot with the rifle for the most part. Right. Um. So I had lunch, went back, took a nap, best naps ever on our mountain. They are mountain naps. Yeah,
1: If you've never experienced a mountain My nap. Unless Pat gives you a hard time for <laughs> rubbing your jacket. Yeah.
2: Making too much noise.
1: Loudest dude in camp. But <laughs> if you make
2: anything noise up on the mountain, you're a dick apparently. Yeah. No, I took a nice little nap. Brandon got some good photos of that. He's like, can't even take him hunting. He's over here sleeping. Yep. So. You gotta have
1: You got to have a mountain nap. Those are the best for sure.
2: They are amazing. So then I had a couple of Merriam's hens, came putting down the mountain, got to see them, that was cool, just to see how white their feathers really are on the tips. They're pretty, man. They're gorgeous. They really are. So gorgeous. Um, They saw me, they kind of ran back over the hill putting around, whatever, and then a couple hours later they came back. Really? But we didn't see anything else that day. A couple squirrels. Now I understand why people are frustrated with those red squirrels. Yep. Dude, they, oh, Oh, you got those red over there? Yeah.
1: We got grays. They're gray. I have right? no idea. They're no, gray. They're, they're not very red. Care, I don't care that. Tiny they're, little goose. Little ah's. But they
2: are. <laughs> fuck. They're so noisy. <laughs> they're so noisy. noisy. And yeah. then they just everywhere. Just.
1: Yep. And they throw stuff at you. It's it's crazy. But and they yell at you. They yeah, do. They just bark, 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 mm-hmm. bark, bark.
2: Yep. And then you'd watch them. They'd run in and they'd go into the bait barrel, steal food, and come out and forth, back forth back forth and there's one He was a fat little dude he'd go in grab food and he'd sit on the Gee, log. wonder why <laughs> he'd sit on the log just and his fat rolls would go over his legs and he's just <laughs> sitting there chewing i'm watching him through the binoculation i'm like dude you've got to be a couple pound squirrel like you're <laughs> almost is, a meal <laughs> <laughs> this is a prize winner right you here that's a mountain ops <laughs> <laughs> that's cool so that was day two day three uh, uh it started raining Raining, 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 and thunder and lightning, and I'm like, I'm not going to set out in that underneath a giant pine tree. No, I don't want to be a lightning rod. I'm out. So you haven't uh, experienced
0: a thunderstorm in the mountains yet? That was like the close? in the middle of the no. That until you that is something different. No, that was it's scary. It really is. <laughs> Andy and I, Andy and I, two years ago, actually got a little nervous that last day when him and I decided to go up trail yeah, and and. Uh, started storming on us we actually both were like oh sh- this this sucks
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that second day so like the weather said that it wasn't supposed to rain on us until like after two it rained until two <laughs> and then it finally stopped mm-hmm. and then like to be able to finally realize how the weather works up there in the mountains so like we were hunting where three valleys kind of came to one and so like the weather app was saying oh you're in the area you're in you're not supposed to have anything all well, the mountains are like, watch this. We're going to send it over this mountain range, and it's going to camp out on you all day. And then all of a sudden, it's going to disappear. And then it's going to come back. And then it's going to disappear. So that third day is just storming, raining. So we, the heck with it, went to the nearest town, had breakfast, got some supplies, went back, had lunch, hung out. And then that night, we went back into town, had some beers at a bar, hung out with a bar owner, Just hung out, got to meet a lot of the locals, which Mm -hmm. was really cool. I mean, everybody up there was real, real nice. I mean, people like our kind of people that you hang out with. Yeah. Real welcoming. Like you're from Missouri, you drove all the way up here, and yeah, (laughs) why? (laughs) Because you guys have bears and we don't, or we do, but I'm not going to get to home. Yeah. So that was cool. Met a lot of nice people. Um, Went back to camp that night. Then the next day, woke up, made some breakfast. Bear camp is definitely fat kid friendly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had w- originally went in with the intentions of we were eating freeze dried meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Now that we were able to drive to camp and had a stove. It Things was, changed. Yeah. It was brisket tacos. I'd smoked a couple of pork butts for 20 some hours. We had those pulled pork tacos one night for dinner. Oh, that was, nice. It was good. There was no, uh, no going without. You weren't roughing it. No, not for camp food. So, since it rained that much that day, Emilio went and hunted with Brandon and I. So, we started out that morning watching the bait barrel. Nothing came in, and then, like, around noon, I see a little patch of fur move. I'm like, what is that? I grab binoculars, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's a bear. So, then it comes wandering up. And and I was like, hey, show (laughs) me your dick. (laughs) It comes wandering up to the bait barrel. And so, like, if you think the bait barrel is a 55-gallon drum, uh, so like if you're familiar how it's got a couple of rings on it. yeah, That's how you can really judge the size on a bear. Okay. So, like, the first or bottom ring, anything under that, it's cub, small. Right. Second ring would be a good 100, 150, maybe pound bear, an okay size bear. And then that third ring would be a good-sized bear, one that would definitely be a shooter. And then anything taller than – the barrel is definitely a shooter. So they came walking in, and their backs were, like, even with that first string. Well, okay. that first one I saw, a little black bear, white patch on his chest. I mean, just mm. cool little critter. So when you bait a barrel, you cut a hole in it, throw your bait in there, and then you shove, like, a log in there to so try they, to keep all the other animals out, and then it makes them work it. Right. <laughs> this log was probably 10, 12 inches in diameter, maybe 8, 9 feet long. I mean, it's heavy log. It grabbed that thing and just ripped it out of the hole like it was nothing. (laughs) I was just like, good lord. And then just to watch him reach in there and just start chowing down on it. Well, then all of a sudden, here comes another patch of fur. little (laughs) cinnamon-colored bear. Those are the two cubs. And I'm like, all right, well, where's mom? Right. Because she's a very aggressive sow. Like, she'd been running a lot of boars off. So, it was just kind of keep your head on a swivel.
1: And you knew this from the trail cameras? Yep,
2: from the trail cam photos that Brandon had been having. Okay. So, meaning they had been showing up almost daily. Yeah. So we knew we should have been seeing bears. They just hadn't been showing up yet. We just didn't know why. I think the one day the wind was swirling when it yeah. was raining. And just our scent pushed them out. So watch the cubs are down there chowing down, wrestling, fighting. I'm looking around for mom because, I mean, mom's not legal to shoot because she's got her cubs. But just there's a little a, nervous. There's a predator that size because in the photos she was taller than the 55-gallon drum. So She's a big bear. Yeah. So, it was just kind of keep your head on a swivel look for her. Like, Mm -hmm. where is she at? Where is she at? She never shows up. They're down there. They dick around for a solid hour. (laughs) An hour. Cleaning that barrel out. Yeah. They're going to town. And, like, I got – I think when I saw the first bear, the first cub come out, that was, like, when I got the most excited, like, the adrenaline and stuff, almost like buck fever. Even though, I mean, I knew I wasn't going to shoot it because it was so small. They're like
1: it's happening. There's yeah. bears, you and know?
2: so it was like I got familiar with looking at it through the scope. You know, you're, you're wondering which one's ne- like what's next. Yeah. The yeah. Same with deer. You see a doe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is that first her? first time I've ever seen a bear that wasn't in a zoo or anything like that. So that was just yeah. that initial adrenaline, and then once I was able to settle down, you know, just look through them and scope, ask questions. You know, I'm like, all right, well, if, if I was going to shoot it, where am I aiming? Hey. You know, put Never it on mind. put it on the <laughs> shoulders, put it behind the shoulders. Right. Um. Like I listen to other podcasts and granted he's saying like if you're an archery hunter middle of the middle you know middle of the body middle height wise that's a good solid double long you'll be fine when you're gun hunting you don't need to do that just kind of tuck it in that crease in the shoulder just like you would a whitetail be a solid double long shot all day so i got familiar and got to watch them wrestle around which i think settled me down a lot and i was just able to kind of watch them get used to them And then they disappeared well then the wind started picking up and our wind was blowing our scent towards the bait barrel so it was we made the decision to kind of pick up and move Mm -hmm. and where we were at there was three ravines were you on the ground yeah sitting on the ground chilling behind this dead log um so where we were at three ravines kind of came down to one Followed this creek so we had an idea that they had been coming down this one ravine we thought we knew roughly where a couple bears had some dens at up on this one mountainside they did. So we picked up, probably moved, I don't know, a couple hundred yards, three, four hundred yards off the bait barrel up this ditch. Got set up. Couldn't even see the bait barrel or nothing by this point. But the yeah. wind the wind was good for us in this spot, so that way we weren't blowing the barrel out for right. if we went had to go back to it the next day. So I'm laying down behind this dead tree. Brandon's laying over in the sun. He said he wasn't sleeping, but I'm pretty sure he was taking a nice power nap. Emilio was on his phone. I think he was watching a video or something. And I just picked my head up and looked down the ravine every so often. And one time I picked my head up and I just caught a glimpse of fur moving. And I jumped up real quick and I grabbed my gun and I'm looking. I smack Emilio on the leg and I'm like, I think there's a bear. Sure enough, he looks and he's like, that's a bear. He's like, that's a shooter bear. Are you sure? And he's like, shoot it. Okay. Bear comes walking out behind a couple trees and he's looking around. Like, oh, you know, is there anything with it? Amelia's like, no, that's that's not that sow. That's because she was a good. She was almost like a tri-colored, so she was black, had some cinnamon on her, and she had a good white patch on her chest. So she uh-huh. was real distinct. Mm. This was not that bear. And so Amelia's like, shoot it. And I'm like, are you sure? And said, shoot it. He came walking out, looked around. I just found that crease in the shoulder and just shot. And the next thing I know, I see the bear jump, roll, and take off running. And this whole time, I've had a Tacticam on the barrel of my gun. Mm -hmm. Guess what I forgot to turn Mm on? (laughs) The Tacticam.
0: I'm (laughs) well aware of how that works.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I shoot this bear, and it takes off, and I'm just like speechless. Like, I mean, I saw this bear for maybe all of 10 seconds. Right. It might have been longer than that, but it felt like it just happened immediately. And so I'm just like, holy shit. It happened. I just shot a bear.
1: I just shot a bear. I just
2: shot a bear. And like, you know, let's chill out. Because I didn't hear it death moan or anything like that. I guess if you get a good solid double long shot, when the bear dies, it'll let out this moan. Mm. I've heard like of that. that. I've heard. I don't know if it'll sound like that. <laughs> but. Hey, bear. We didn't hear nothing. So it was just kind of hang out, pack up everything. Because by that time, I'd, when we'd moved, I'd kind of set all my stuff out in my bag and my Was water. that about the time you started doing a bunch of bullshit teaser pictures? I started taking them, but I didn't have any service. <laughs> so then it was get everything packed up and then walk down there. So then it was like, all right, where was he standing when you shot? And I'm like, he's right in here somewhere. Well, then it was found first blood. I was like, all right. Well, then he went this way. But then you have to keep your head on a swivel because you just shot a predator. Right. That can easily kill you. Yeah. And it's wounded. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably pissed. <laughs> probably pissed off dead. if it's not dead. <laughs> so then it was just like, all right, mom, here's blood. Here's blood it had hit a small tree and rolled over it. So there's blood all up the tree. So I'm taking pictures, of all this stuff. And then we're standing there cause blood just disappears. And I'm like, I know I know I had a solid hit on that bear. And I'm like, where is this bear at? Brandon, Emilio and I are about this close together and we're standing there. And then probably about where your pool cues are. So about five yards. Yeah. Emilio's was like, I think that's your bear. <laughs> I'm like, I hope he's dead. (laughs) He's not. We're in trouble. Go over there and poke it with the barrel of the rifle and get ready to shoot if I had to. I mean, he's done. He didn't even go. I mean, he didn't go 20. I mean, legitimately. He didn't go 20. Didn't go 20. I mean, it was was cool. And then to actually get to looking at him. Yeah. This bear hadn't been on trail camera. Hmm. No pictures of him as far as I know from this year. Who knows about last year. So just some random bear came cruising down. That's awesome. So it was get our hands on him, get some pictures of him, try to figure out what I wanted to do with him because I hadn't, I had thought about like if I had killed one, you know, if it was like a typical black bear, black bear, maybe maybe a rug mount. But this guy, I mean, he was black on the face, but he was real chocolate, chocolate, like borderline cinnamon color, Mm -hmm. but he had a huge white patch on his chest. And that's kind of real distinct for Idaho in general. A lot of bears have that white patch on their chest. So then it was like, all right, well, I kind of want to do a shoulder mount. But right behind each of his front legs, he was damn near rub bald. Really? Yeah. I mean, it almost looked like it reminded me of a coyote with mange. Really? But it was just that that, right behind the shoulders on both sides. But I couldn't have even seen that whenever I shot him yeah. just because I was so focused on him in general. So then it was, how do we skin it out so we don't screw it up? And I was, I wasn't for sure. Because like I've never had anything legitimately shoulder-mounted before. All my stuff is European mounts, or my Predators are all full-body mounts. Right. And so then we were like, well, we can either scan it out partway here and then pack him out, or we can just pack him out. So thankfully, Brandon had an old pack frame, and we ratchet-strapped a bear to a pack frame. <laughs> and Brandon <laughs> packed it out probably almost a half mile to get to we were on the forest service road and then we dropped it off and then went up to our landowner's house and he had a gator utv or whatever and he said you get it to the forest service road on this side of the creek he goes i'll come down and pick it up which was awesome that was a lot <laughs> <Yeah>, i bet <laughs> so that was whenever i had the teaser pics and i was just like right, i'm gonna tease some of you guys yeah you yeah. did send them out Walk back down the mountain. Are you using a
0: DSLR camera because those were good pictures? No, nope. just get old iPhone. Just your iPhone. Good old iPhone. Good looking photos. So how
1: much did this bear weigh? Show me how the hell you do that. <sighs>
2: I got lucky. Portrait. So legitimately, snap, they look good. Snapped, Portrait mode. Snapchat takes better pictures than my camera. Like if you go into camera mode. Well then I'm screwed. Yeah. You have to get the old Snapchat. Not just for it. that reason. Yeah. <laughs> so it was walk back down there. Get the bear on the other side of the creek. Now, keep in mind, this creek that we had been crossing, originally, I had been taking my boots off and putting on my Crocs to cross it, and it was maybe mid-shin deep, Mm -hmm. ice cold. Like, felt great when you were sweating your ass off. Right. But then, after all the rain we'd had, it went from shin deep to damn near knee deep. I was like, oh, I'm done taking my boots off going across, and I didn't have any gators yet. Mm That would be the next thing I invest in is a nice set of gators. Yeah. So then, instead of Brandon packing the whole thing, we all three of us just grabbed a part of this frame and started carrying it out and got it across the creek, dropped it off on the road. And then our landowner showed up with the gator and they threw it in there and then got it to climb up the steep ass hill and get it to his house. That's awesome. So, how much do you
1: guys think he weighed?
2: Uh, Brandon's saying every bit over 250 wow i'd say 250 300 somewhere is that an average bear
1: good bear bad bear
2: good bear good bear average bear he said would be somewhere between 150 to 200 this was a good bear okay so i mean and just from like judging from when i was looking at the cubs to the bait barrel and my scope has the bdc lines in it Mm -hmm. so i could kind of get a rough idea as to how big the barrel was on a certain magnification I never changed the magnification when I looked at that bear. I would say if he was like up against the barrel, if we'd have been there, he'd probably been like that third ring or right at the top. And okay. he was a good sized bear. That's cool. But they do have like some serious ground shrinkage when you get up to them because they're not all fluffed out. Yeah, their fur just kind of stands down a little bit. Because they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> it helps.
1: You let the air out of them. man. <laughs> yeah.
2: I definitely let the air out of him. He a uh, big old hole entrance was great but exit i was like what in the hell you'd shove almost your fist in there oh wow it was ridiculous did the job yeah so then it was get it up to the truck tag it finish the tagging process at the truck did the initial tagging down at the bear so we carried out get it tagged out and then he's got a buddy who's a taxidermist up there so then it was take him to him because i was like i'm not for sure what i want to do I was like i need some ideas because some of my ideas they've were thrown out the window due to where he was bald-eyed on both sides. Yeah, a full like shoulder mount, you would have seen that. Okay,
1: and you don't want to do a rug because don't want to show do a rug out.
2: because those big bald spots are going to show. Right, but I wanted to showcase that white patch on his chest, mm-hmm. and that you wouldn't have been able to see the whole thing with a rug mount. You'd have seen part of it on the left and part of it on the right, not the okay. whole thing. Yeah, I and mean, I wanted to showcase the animal for what he's worth. I mean, right, a lot of hard work and effort went into it. So we got to the taxidermist, kind of gave me some ideas, picked out a shoulder mount that won't show where he was bald at. So it'll be just like right at the middle of the shoulder blade, if you want to imagine that. Um, But it'll showcase that whole front white patch on his chest. That's pretty cool. Um, Getting a European mount, getting the skull beetle cleaned, um, getting his claws back with it, which will be cool. That will be You want to make a necklace out of it? I think so
1: necklace or bracelet or something like that Bears. walk around like a badass bear skull look really cool here you guys are gonna have to get on board yeah, get our own <laughs> get on board yeah kill your own
2: <laughs> so then it was uh after you kill a bear you have to take it to fishing game and get it checked because they have to pull a tooth okay so that way they can age it okay um thankfully my uh, the taxidermist he had to go to fishing game the next day anyways so he's like i'll take it and take care of you for you which was nice so I didn't get to experience that side of it, and then fishing game. I guess they ask you all kinds of questions. You know, how'd you kill it? Where'd you kill it? If you killed it over a bait barrel, they want coordinates for it. If you spot and stocked it, they just want the general area. Mm. So technically, since we weren't over the bait barrel anymore, it was really a spot and stock pretty much. Right. Yeah. Um, so we did that way, and then thirty out six. They say ask calibers. I guess they keep all kinds of data on that stuff. Yeah. Um, so and I guess I'll find out the age of that bear in a couple of years. Oh, that's cool. pretty cool. In so, a couple of years? Yeah, they're a well little backed up. Jesus. Wow. Yeah,
0: not anytime soon. Well, I remember the damn hunt by that time. <laughs> Hopefully. Remember that bear you call, You <laughs>
1: killed 14 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> he was seven. He was seven. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. I don't know how
2: old the bears get. Uh, who knows? I'm, I mean, I'm excited to, to find out how old he is. I'm <laughs> I mean, excited just to. That's a The whole thing. hunt was exciting. And then to get the taxidermy side of it taken care of, and then we quartered it up. That way I can bring all the meat back home that I want. Right. So, so technically in Idaho, you don't have to bring the meat home if you want. You don't want to. Really? Yeah. Because so, hmm. bears carry trichinosis. Right. Yep. So you got to make sure you cook the meat all the way through. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to wind up with some. Bad awesome, stuff. Awesome stuff. Um, so brought home all the quarters, neck meat, back straps, um, total weight of everything quartered. I didn't debone it when I dropped it off at the processors. It was 66 pounds. Okay. So, I am in mean, a good chunk of meat. Yeah. And um, then I had them turned into brats, two-flavored brats, and then had them cut the back up into steaks. I just picked those up last week, and I haven't even got to try them yet. Really? Yeah. Uh, That'd be like Oh, the yeah, first that's right. Because I- he brought us some. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, you guys are good to try them. I'm probably going to try some tomorrow night. If not, I'll take some back to Colorado with me so I can have some out there. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Got to, for sure. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Those are- Gets me
1: excited. Uh, Makes me want to go bear hunting, that's for sure. I'm hunting right now. You are. Yeah, he is (laughs) hunting some... uh, A fly. fly. A fly. He keeps cruising around. Yeah, he's pissing me off.
0: So I got... Dude, I'm telling you, this is one of the coolest purchases, by the way, in the world. We should get sponsored by them. The old salt shooter. The bug assault. It's a freaking salt gun. (laughs) I can plow through flies. Because having four kids, those little shits leave doors open all the time and flies get in the house. Yep. And I can plow through dozen flies in a matter of two minutes really oh yeah it'd take me full day to hunt them with the damn fly swatter i figured i'd just be a good attention getter kids start acting up just (laughs) it probably would be i should try that (laughs) (laughs) but uh now that i've got the bug assault my son brought it down to me i don't see the damn fly anymore. no he's gone he knows (laughs) he's in trouble
1: (laughs) assault weapon i'm getting out of here (laughs) (laughs) but that's the second one i
0: gave you today right get it assault weapon
2: That's an awesome story. I mean, I knew we wanted to hear it. That's for sure. That was cool. It was a blast. I uh, can't thank my wife enough for letting me go on that adventure. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I mean, that's... To me, I thought it was just going to be a -a once-in-a-lifetime trip. Right. I mean, now it's not. Obviously, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back more. See, uh, that's 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 how it starts. That's the thing. Like, my wife... That's how they get
1: you. And I am probably told this story on the show. But my wife got me my first elk hunt yeah. or whatever it was kind of a christmas surprise present yeah, right? yeah, yeah yeah it was a christmas present deal and albert uh the guy that he's been going out there for however long he's my father-in-law like, yeah your father-in-law he's like he's like i know she just got through the one-time thing but i'm just letting you know now you're gonna be coming back yeah. and sure enough, i haven't missed a year yet so um <laughs> once you go out west it's kind of hard not to not go i mean you want to go every year yep. it, it's so much fun out there it's so different just just being out there it's, it's a it's a mind reset yeah you get that's out there for sure. that's, and it's
2: it's just gorgeous you come back everything's distressed yeah you're, you're a different person when you come back yeah you're away
1: from your mm. phone for however many days you're out there because 90 yeah. I, mean, I haven't I, been out I wasn't, there but right <laughs> Well, we are, and it's fun. It's yeah, awesome. It's it's nice to get away and not have service for ten days or however long you're out there. It, it really is. It's nice to get away from everything. Sure, you miss your family. It you know that that can be rough, but uh, it, it's worth it in the long run. So because I know I come back refreshed, rejuvenated, and you know ready to take on whatever responsibilities I really have. So. But I'm glad you got to experience that, man. It, it sounds like you had a hell of a
2: time. Yeah, it was a blast. Gorgeous scenery. Driving out there was probably the the worst part. Driving through Nebraska was probably the worst part just because it was so boring. Nebraska, Nebraska
1: got, is like Kansas, dude. It's boring as hell. Yeah. Nah, I'm,
2: Kansas is eh. extremely boring. Yeah. Nebraska's worse. Is it? I. Because Kansas, you at least drive through, the, like, the Flint Hills. Part of but So, like, I was on I-80, and it was boring until I got into, like, the river bottoms. Yep. And, and then I was going to say, Nebraska's not getting bad in spots either. Yeah. And then once I got on the western part of Nebraska, I started seeing antelope. So, yep. I'm like, all right, this is the first time I've ever seen one of these guys. And if you're ever in the southwest part of Nebraska, which I know you weren't, and
0: like, the very f- far northwest part of Kansas, it's like a different damn country up there. You got it. I mean, just someday, if you ever are going through, you need to check out that... It's like these mini mountains yeah. just all over the place in those two states. It's really cool.
2: Yeah, he's going to die. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> he just, maybe I need to hide the gun. <laughs> so then it was just seeing antelope, you know, seeing seeing how big the, the bucks can really get and seeing that their antler growth or whatever you want to call them, their horn growth. Right. And then seeing the does, seeing how they have little bitty horns, and then saw a couple little, little antelope running around, which mm-hmm. that was cool. And then seeing my first mountain that still had snow on it, and I'm just like, Jesus! Look how big this thing. I mean, is. this this is like everything was new for you. Yeah, that's the cool. Like, yeah. I've been to the color. I'm, yeah, you know, see, I, I went I, to vacations when I was a kid out there before, or whatnot. Right. No, this was I've seen the mountains all new, all new to me, and I think that was probably what put it over the top on experience. But it was, it was amazing. Bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. That was awesome. <laughs> Bug Assault. <laughs> Sponsor. Bugassault.com. Sponsor of Missouri Woods and Water.
0: Make yeah. sure you get the Bug Assault 2, the second one. Upgraded. Yeah, mine's the gray one. Charcoal Death.
2: <laughs> Charcoal Death. <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely a blast. I definitely think if you're ever thinking about doing it or making it one of those bucket list hunts, just do it. Yeah. Save your money, pinch your pennies, get an extra part-time job, do whatever you got to do. Just do it. I so, mean,
1: and you really – I mean, you got pretty lucky in the fact that you had a buddy up yep. there. So. I mean, that was
2: – if it wouldn't have been for him and saying, hey, man, come on up, you know, and basically hosting me and showing me around and showing me how everything works, I mean, it, I highly doubt I would have been successful. Right. Which, I mean, is nice. But the kicker, like, I never met him before I actually went up there. I mean, we talked on Facebook for a couple of years, but never met him, like, in person. Yeah. Chelsea was like, "How do you know he's not going to kill you?" Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't. <laughs> this is the longest catfish ever. <laughs> I'm like, if you don't hear See, from can bring, me, you'll, can bring, you'll know where can my bring location is. Everything I was saying earlier,
1: right back into this situation, <laughs> but I'll
0: keep it cool. <laughs> Probably best. Probably best. But, no, it was a blast. That's awesome. I mean, that's that's really what the outdoor world's about. I mean, new experiences. New things, new friendships, new friendships. I mean, we've uh, we've experienced new friendships going out west uh, this last year. I mean, we had a new friend on our show. We've got a couple other guys that we'd like to have on the show that we uh became friendly with. We've experienced a lot of new friends through this podcast, obviously. We've gotten closer to you, I mean, in this podcast, yeah. so you know, it's uh, that's what the outdoors is about. And not only did you get You successfully did that. You also killed a damn bear. Yeah. So that's pretty nice because I'll be honest. I like you guys, but I'm just ready to kill an elk No. (laughs) at this point.
1: Oh, yeah. I get it. I would throw away my friendship with you at this point for an (laughs) elk. I will throw you off the mountain (laughs) if it it gives me an opportunity (laughs) to kill an elk. I get it. So, Ethan, congrats, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, You want to shout out to anybody for... Uh, just Brandon and Emilio for putting up with me. I told them now they're stuck with me, like so. Whether it be bear hunting, there's some OTC units for mule deer, so they might really. Be, might, they got to counter mule deer, yeah. huh? Yeah, a couple, really. A couple, hmm. couple different units. That's cool. I told them worst case they draw a nice unit. I'll, I'll be a pack mule. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me come back. Yep. Yeah. So it's just an excuse to go back for sure, yeah. and just to learn. I mean. Well, that's a whole different style of hunting. Oh I've yeah, ever yeah, ever done? Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Idaho actually has some OTC elk units. Yep, so you in some it's in some, some nasty
2: spots. i nasty been, spots.
1: Yeah. Isn't that where uh, Garen goes? Is he? No, he went to no Utah. We, yeah, he went to Utah. So, okay, I was wrong. Whatever. All right, Ethan. Since Andy's not here, oh, man.
0: why don't you do the dad joke? Oh, I mean, man. you can pick any one of them, but I was just gonna do the first one or whatnot. There's another freaking fly.
2: Oh, let's see here. Hold on. Okay, ready to go. Oh, I don't like that one, how it ends. says, <laughs> so I just found out I'm colorblind. It says the news came out of the purple, but I figured it'd be the news came out of the blue. <laughs> That's okay. the point. I just, I just don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like it.
0: Do I need to teach you? Do I need to teach you how to do a dad
2: joke? I mean, you could try. Don't I mean, I, I'm dude, let, let you butcher him you here, okay? every week. I'm going to be your father. I'm going you ruin every freaking dad every, joke every week. You Putting know, you know on the spot. you're my child.
0: Yeah. So, since you're my child, what does a baby computer call his father? No what? Idea. Dada.
1: Dada. <laughs> Dada. <laughs>
0: all right? right. We're going to end the show. I'm going to kill another fly. So. Your boy's got anything else? What, what Micah? No, I was going to make a what joke. What shit? You have to talk. Go ahead. No. no, Go no, ahead. No. No, no I, I want to hear it. I'll save it for the next one. I'd really just prefer it today. <laughs> do you have a good
1: one? <laughs> Who may... What? <laughs> how did it go? I can't even remember how it went now. Got him all flustered. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got me frustrated. I'm no. holding a gun. It's, it's too long now. We got to... This is the Missouri Weather. No, no. no we, don't, we, don't have, we don't have a uh, time limit. You can still get it in. I know I can, but I can't remember how it goes I mean, now. It's I'm just going to sound like an idiot. <laughs> I know. That's why I want to do it to you. Okay. Well, I'm just going to sit here in silence, and
0: you're going to be Fine. a dick. I guess you can try it next week. Yep. All right. Ethan, thanks, buddy. We
2: appreciate appreciate guys. it, guys. Bye. Yep.